Hi guys, it's Alex. I do a show. Show Alex call the show, and and that's professional. Ooh, Alex cast. All right, there's my professional intro. <laughs> Everybody enjoy it. I have on the show tonight a man who is not in the room with me, and his name is Eden. Hello, Eden. Hello, Alex. I'm not in the room with you. This is correct. Yes. And using the power of surprisingly working technology, a man that's in the room with me tonight, producer Michael. Hello. Hello. I'm shocked. And I'm talking to the audience, I'm talking to Eden, and frankly, Michael, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've ever had two microphones on in the room and somebody on Skype. And it just, like, worked. Did you see that shit? I just, we just turned everything on, I called Eden, and it worked. It was quite impressive. That's this shocking to me. <laughs> Technology actually working the first time is, yeah. Like, let's just cross fingers and probably speak of it no more, lest we jinx this. Wait, no, lest? What kind of English word is that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the, can I say? I'm, I'm bringing the Englishisms this evening. I'm, I'm going to be on, on top of my game for all of the uh, phrasing and stuff. Well, I, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's just... I can't think of any English. What's an English phrase for good? I think it's... Boffo. Spiffing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you actually got me thinking for a second it's like oh shit gotta go through the mental rolodex of terrible phrases that we've got yeah it's, it's spiffing is is yeah that's all right I'll, I'll accept it the problem is we have spiffy and um spiffing i think just kind of got ruined by america because spiffy is just such a terrible terrible one mm, it's got a connotation doesn't it a certain type of person says spiffy yeah i mean mostly like 80 year olds and alex that's about it but yeah. <laughs> or like nerd. in fairness nobody uses the word spiffing over here really it's it's one of those kind of dead posh type of words but hey as we go further into this i'm sure we'll discuss further on that front yay i'm gonna take a sip of soda hold on i'm filling time filling time i see that wow look wow. at look at the opportunity as well Producer Michael filling time as I take a sip from soda. <laughs> it's fantastic. So how do you want to get this ball rolling then? Where do you want to go with the, the conversation of the US versus the UK in terms of our language and terminologies and what have you? I don't know. Show prep? It what all started in Rome. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So once years ago in uh, what is now called Germany, a band of horny headed Vikings called the <laughs> Anglos uh, fought another band of Anglo uh, called the Saxons. And they, uh, they, they had sex, and then the English was born. <laughs> Congratulations! We became the Anglo-Saxons. Yes. yes. Happy birthday, England. Uh, <laughs> then Rome did some stuff. Then the French did some stuff, and then, uh, then Roman French, and then some Romance languages. Then they cross-pollinated. Then they spelled everything stupidly. Chaucer happened. Um, then we, then some Shakespeare, uh, Martin Amos, and now we're here. <laughs> Yes, There's and this. I think it's fair to say that the only reason we're having this conversation in particular is because a couple of episodes, I think you accused all English people of dropping R's from their words. 
Well, if yeah. I remember correctly. <laughs> well, it is. And if you listen to you saying it, we say correctly and you say correctly with a with correctly. a dropped R. And not just you. It's it's the it's the defining characteristic between British and American spoken English. It's funny because it, it made me think and stop and pause for thought for a moment. I, to me, to my ear at least, I think we drop T's more than R's. Well, we we do the dropping T as well and turning T's into D's. So it's not, you know, there's not mm. a t- terrific difference. But the... Uh, there over there. Yeah. Well, I was more thinking uh, drinking, and I, and I hate to say this word because it shows my New Jersey roots, but drinking water. <laughs> there's it's it, there's a D sound to it. it, it you know, unless you say water. Mm, that's a funny one because yeah, the, when the when the tea gets dropped over here, it's more like it becomes a uh, water. We don't go, we don't say water. We say water. <laughs> yeah, the water in Mallorca don't taste like what it ought. But you hear the um, end of but you hear the end of your word. You said water. True. Yeah, mm, the, you've la- caught me. There we go. I'm gonna have to agree with you. That's very London, though. That that's my caveat. I don't use that. That's London. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, it, the whole thing is kind of the this semi dropped R. I can't hear it anymore, though. And this is this is what. So I was searching audience at home. Let's catch you up. Mm-hmm. Eden. He lives in uh, some fantasy fucking Narnia land called England. That mm. uh, frankly, you got to go through like a wardrobe and something to do with a channel to get to. Yeah, it's right next to Hobbiton. Yes. Which I mean, basically, I mean, I've I I fucking read those books. It just it sounds like Shropshire. Um, yeah, pretty much. I don't know what I don't really know enough about anywhere. I don't know enough to make local references, but I figured Shropshire sounded safe. It's um, a good call. Lots of farming land around there. I thought so. actually that's why I was going with it. So I uh, we decided to have Eden on and uh, talk some talk some language stuff. The the difference between the the the. The cross the pond, as the kids say. However, thinking about this in show prep, I realized that I'm going to say somewhere between 40 and 60% of my entertainment comes from Britain. Mm-hmm. And I can't really hear an accent anymore. Like, I I was listening, was, I was, just today I was listening to uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, as, as, as read by Stephen Fry. And I realized I have no ability to hear his accent anymore. It just sounds, I'm like, no, that's just the way I talk. I was like, mm. well, no, obviously it isn't. I just, I've heard it so much that my brain, I can't register anymore. Like I need to have like, I need to start downloading audiobooks with just people from, from New York talking so I can like re-understand my American accents again. Get a nice strong Brooklyn accent or something. Yeah. It, it was throwing me off because I was listening. I'm like, I mean, I know he has an accent because I, I, at one point I was aware of it, but I just, now it just sounds like, oh no, that's just the way humans speak. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's nice when it becomes familiar to some extent. I suppose it's bad news if people get too familiar with the English accent, because I, I like to think internally that if I ever get over there, I'm going to lean hard on the fact that I sound very, very English and use it to chat up ladies and try and get into their pants. And if you all become very inured to it, then that's just not going to work anymore. So hopefully you're an outlier on that. No, I am. You you totally have an accent to pretty much everybody. I just... It, just... <laughs> It ruins. I have to rethink. And also, but what what happens when you get through their pants? What about their underwear? Did you mm, hear that? Yeah, their pants. There we go. I immediately used Englishism, didn't I? I? Didn't even realize it. Difference between the two, even though we use the phrase "get in their pants" as well. But yeah. well, they're both on the bottom half of the bodies. I don't know. I'm just a bit more implicit with I'm getting directly to the good stuff. Yeah. No, I mean I think it makes sense. I mean we do use the phrase "getting in a lady's pants." It's just. Um, 
another one of those things that uh, finding out, I think actually probably listening to the Harry Potter uh, books. Um, no, I think the other one I knew before was finding out that you mean underwear when you say pants. Mm-hmm. And I guess, what, what do you call, what we call pants? Trousers? Trousers. What about, yes. what about if you're wearing... Trousers or bottoms, if, if you're feeling casual. Wait, seriously? You say bottoms? Yep. Get your bottoms on. <laughs> but isn't that what you call butts over there? Um, yep. Right, you're so going to you... find as we go along, if, if I get time to trot out a lot of these, there are quite a few crossovers where a word in one context means one thing, a completely different thing if you preface it with a couple of different words. Yeah, like, would you like an example? i got a good one. Yeah, please. Um, have a butchers. What do you think have a butchers means? Um, uh, have a butchers. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, my, my only guess would be to, to have a, a, a meat pasty. Nope, it's to have a look at something. Have a butcher's to have a look at it, and it, it's born because I did a little bit of research. I did some show prep for you, Alex. I, I know I, I did too. I meant to come with some actual like background for half of these. I breaks. printed six pages out, so don't think I didn't show prep. <laughs> <laughs> you joked about having no show prep. I'm just leaning into it. Yeah, well, I'm alive. Um, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, so having a butcher's is that it's born out of uh, the phrase um, staring like a butcher's dog. And a butcher's dog would stare through the butcher's window at the butcher's wares and not be able to eat any of it. Oh, yeah. So you're staring like a butcher's dog. So you're having a butcher's, have a look at this. It's a really nice thing. I reckon you're going to look lost after it after you've had a look. Huh. No, I never would have guessed that. But uh, uh, this is this is me. I went all, I don't even know if you noticed what I did right there, Eden. I went English. Hey, Michael, do you know what a meat pasty is? No, I don't. <laughs> See, that's an unknown thing. I know that from listening to stupid shit from England. And I don't know what it is either. It's some kind of like stuffed meat thing or something, right? Yeah, if you could think of maybe, in fact, I was about to say sausage roll. Do you even have sausage rolls over there? Sausages in pastry? Um, I mean, it, I can imagine it. I but I, you, are you talking about a wiener dog? Kind of. I mean, yeah, sausage wiener. I mean, the wiener's <laughs> more of like a German schnitzel kind of style of sausage. Uh-huh. Whereas what I'm thinking about is pork meat and suet put inside of the pig's intestines wrapped up and then put inside of a pastry fill- pastry coating and baked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that's... guessing you don't have it going for it. No, so I don't, I don't think so. You it somewhere, but it's, it's just, uh, that's a sausage roll. And a Cornish, Cornish pasty is, um, I think it's carrots, onion, minced meat, and possibly a little bit of gravy, depending on the type of uh, pasty, all baked in a puffed pastry outing. Yeah. It, uh, that doesn't exist here. And that one, I know that's from Harry Potter because, well, I mean, I know it's not from my, my knowledge of this because they talk about pumpkin pasties and I went pumpkin pasty. What the fuck is that? Because in America, <laughs> a pasty is a thing that strippers cover their nipples with at bars. You can't go mm-hmm. full frontal. Yes. Yeah. So I've heard that one used a few times and it has made me laugh looking at the spelling of it and thinking, hmm, in, in Cornwall, where the Cornish pasty yeah. comes from, I've just got visions of women with pastries strapped to their breasts. Exactly, and meat-filled ones at that. So That's it's, it. It's, it's pasties, just for the record, I find them disgusting. It's like a, a an outer casing of pastry with lumps inside of it. Lumps of nondescript things that have yeah. generally turned grey through the cooking process. Which is very standard for English cuisine. Yeah, I was about to say, that, that I give I give England a lot of credit. I, I'm... I'm I'm a fan of your fair land, but the more I've learned about what you people call food is, 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 is frankly disgusting. Like I found out about producer Michael, let's, 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 let's get you in here. Cause I believe, 
my my knowledge of England is going to be far superior. Do you know <laughs> about chicken tiki marsala? Sure. <laughs> okay. Your pronunciation was incredible there. Tiki marsala. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's a Scottish fucking dish. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's ah. some fucking Scot put sauce on top of chicken and just called it that. It's never existed in, in India. It's pretty it, much. It might not be Scotland. It's some, I don't know, some dumb fucking... The, the apocryphal tale is yeah. that there was an Indian chef who'd come over from India to Scotland who was trying to ply his wares and nobody liked what he was selling. So he decided, right, all these idiotic Scottish drunkards like to eat the spiciest things I can possibly make for them. So I'm going to make something that's specifically spicy. Nothing else. It's not going to taste good. It's just going to be spicy. And that's what I'm going to make for him. And it was a hit. Yeah. So that's the, the apocryphal tale, shall we say. So this is somehow the food that they eat. This is drunken late night food, from what I understand. That's that's mm-hmm. what happens. That and, and um, some kind of... I, I'm assuming it's Greek, but I, from a lot of your TV shows, you people like walking around late at night and getting some kind of hunk of beef that's cut down. Um, uh, doner kebab. That's exactly the phrase I was thinking. Doner, ke- doner kebab in my very American accent. <laughs> well, here's I, the... I think I think it does exist in the US. It's just got a different name. Yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, it's shawarma. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that is that is it. You may know that from the the Avengers movie. I, th- I think it was The Simpsons that taught me the episode oh, okay. where he goes to the Twin Towers and he gets caught in between. The no, he had, that, he bed. called it crev Kravash there. Cre- oh, sorry, crev Kravash. You want yes. you want crab juice or Mountain Dew? Crab juice. Ew, I'll take the crab juice. <laughs> um, yeah, very similar stuff, mind you. Yeah. yeah, that it's 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 totes gross. So um, I, I, the more I find out about your about your fair your fair land, I'm like, man, I really like their books. Uh, like like the accents great. I like the history. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of good stuff. And then anytime food comes up, it's just shivers run down my spine. Though, I found out there's a lot of Indian food, so I can, you're starting to get oh, forgiven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, Indian and Italian, I think, are the big ones over here. Like, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be stuck for cuisine if you were to come to the UK, because you could go around a corner and find a place called California Fried Chicken in just about every town you ever went to. And it's some vague approximation of a KFC type thing. So... Believe it or not, we don't all indulge with the jelly deals and the cockles. Oh and no, I know black I, pudding and the <laughs> Cornish pasty. Watch a deep, watch a deep. Uh, see, I know so much more about England since last we talked, uh, Eden. Because check out this <laughs> bit of knowledge. Oh, you mean you can just pop over to Nando's, huh? Oh yes, have see? a cheeky Nando. I know what that <laughs> is now. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, English comedians are obsessed with some kind of what is it like a fried chicken chain or something called Nando's. Oh, Nando's is the it's it's literally it's not even fried chicken. It's just chicken with spicy sauce. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. I just I keep hearing it referenced. Uh, 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 John Richardson. The, the uh, do you know that guy? That comedian out there. Um, he rings a vague bell. He's not one of my favorites, but I think I know who you're talking. Yeah, he's about. a he's a wee tiny fella. He's on he's on uh, um, Cats Does Countdown all the time. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, he, he, for some reason, makes a lot of jokes about Nando. So I had to look it up because I'm like, I need to figure out what this <laughs> fucking thing is. Yeah, it's nothing special. That's the thing that really gets me about people getting excited about a Nando's. It's like, it's literally chicken and chips. That's it. Yeah. But whatever. As you say, it, it, British cuisine is a mess. So it's no wonder we get excited about little things like that. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I mean, frankly, you have cities there. So that means you've had immigrants and good food showed up. So it's not, you know. It's yeah, fine. I, I live on a diet of pizza and pasta myself. I don't really, uh, as I say, go in for most of the things that are traditionally British. No, no, no. When you when you say pasta, that's probably some kind of like meat stuffed 
pasta shells. <laughs> a bit of tortellini, maybe some ravioli. Yes. Tagliatelle. <laughs> Stuff with grayish meat. In, in <laughs> some, in some Something kind of... that I've cooked all the flavor out of, so that's nice and bland. Mm. <laughs> So uh, I have I have a I'm 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 responding America side back to you. So this is the thing I've run into. One, accent is difficult for me to figure out because I can't hear it anymore that well. Two, um, because of the kind of entertainment entertainment hegemony that has happened, where America basically, well, we consumed all else other than Bollywood, and now you know you're forced to watch our garbage. It's hard for me to find words that you wouldn't be familiar with because. Well, hmm. you just made a Simpsons reference. <laughs> you know, this. <laughs> well, yeah, my head's full of pop culture. I mean, the name yeah. of the podcast I present is Pop Culture. So, as far as American television and phrases and product names and that kind of stuff, I think I'm pretty hot. Yeah. So, you are going to struggle, perhaps. So, just so you know, we're breaking up really badly right now. I can barely make out what you're saying. Oh, are you? Well, you sound. I don't know you... if that's something, but possibly on my end. I don't Let know. Me you... just check. You sound wonderful on this side. Says the call quality on my end is bad. Um, hmm. my call quality information says that uh, yeah, actually it says bad too. But you, I mean, you sound good on in our headphones. So okay, so you're coming through fine, but it's me that can't hear you properly. I mean, I, I can just about make out what you're saying enough to be able to answer. <laughs> well, we'll we'll throw it back to you, and then you just babble, and I'll interrupt when we can't hear you anymore. Okie doke. So where, where were we at? Well, yeah, I think we're getting better, possibly, as it's, the, the call's clearing up a little bit. So I, I printed out a list of things that possibly English people wouldn't know American phrases. And I went through, and there's a few that I came up with that I realized that there's a response of, of English. So, just quick word. Do you know what cramming is? Cramming. Cramming is in cramming for a test. Oh, so you do know that. Yep. Okay. I think The Simpsons would have taught me that. I think The Simpsons yeah. is probably going to have taught me a lot of things on this front. Well, the reason that one I came up with is, um, uh, and we're going to throw, throw producer Michael down a well. Uh, producer Michael, do you know what revision is? Uh, <laughs> you mean like in literature or just the general concept? Uh, yeah, of like revising something. Yeah, like like. Uh, well, yeah, there's no way to ask without this. Well, basically, what we call studying, they would use the term revising. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we don't have that word here. That's no, not, not at all. That doesn't exist. Again, when Harry it comes Potter. to education, we like to throw in a lot of fancy-sounding words, shall we say, <laughs> like uh, curriculum vitae. What do you think a curriculum vitae is? Well, I think that's probably your CV and yes. or resume. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the resume or the yes, resume. The resume function, if you may. Um, yes, yeah, so, so we do CVs over here, and again, like if you handed a resume out to somebody, it would probably get laughed at as being like, "Oh, that's a bit American." Oh, is this another one that we're the only ones that do resumes, and the rest of the fucking world is a CV? I do believe so. Yes. Oh, God, I'm so tired of that. <laughs> Most of the things that—that's the funny one—is where I think English spread around the world from England, and then became—I'm hesitant to use the word—but bastardized. It became bastardized in other countries through their use. It seems like America kind of, whatever was, whatever was happening in the culture when the division was really taking place, there was a lot of effort to be like, right, they use this word. No, no, no. We're going to make up another word for that. So there's, there seems to be a lot of these kind of, on our side of the pond, it's all these archaic terms that have like historical, I don't know, meaning or something. And then on your side, you've got a bunch of sort of, to my ear at least, new words. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, it's just. 
Yeah, I, I think we just took in a lot more foreign words. It's kind of uh, what happened with, not to, I was kidding before, like, oh, well, then it was Chaucer, then it was, you know, now. But uh, when, when English first came around and, you know, it's the, we got the Germanic kind of bones started taking in Latinate and French, and then later the kind of as French branched off of Latin and then got reintroduced into Britain, there was a lot of new words got introduced. And that same thing happened in America. So there was like one more wave of words. So I forget what it is, but I think it's something like, American English has like 30% more words or something like that than, than British English. And it can't be 30%. That's completely wrong. But it's some percent that you'd be surprised because, you know, we're dumb. It's just, uh, Maybe we just kept better notes. I've completely lost you. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, I couldn't make out what you were saying for the last two sentences. How dare you? Um, <laughs> I got that. <laughs> we're, we're, no, I, was, I was saying there was just uh, because of, you know, kind of the immigrant nature of America, we ended up having... A, another wave of foreign words come in and ended up having a larger kind of working vocabulary here. Not working mm-hmm. vocabulary, a larger vocabulary, not working because we're kind of troglodytes. Yeah. I suppose the melting pot aspect all yeah. comes together where like, as you say, I want to say the word, I want to say invasions, but it's kind of like, it's not the right word, but it's what I'm going to use for the encroachment of other cultures. I'd say and then yeah you get a little bit from one and then another one turns up and adds on top of that and on top of that and on top of that yeah it, it's a funny one to observe because it, i guess america is one of the youngest nations on the planet so the language is developing in a way that other nations aren't necessarily yeah well hey older than france and those fuckers won't let any new words in so i think we lost them again. i think we might need to try and restart the call guys Right, oh, wait, no, hold on. Wait, I need you to give me a ring because on this list it says you won't understand what that means. <laughs> I'll give you a bell, mate. No okay. worries. Ew. Oh, wait, no, that's bell end is the ew. Okay, sorry. Right. Okay, drop in the call now. Right. The plug back. Open, 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 open up, open up, open up, open up. Plugs. Nope. Uh, I just recorded a plug bag song tonight, actually. Oh, did you? Do you, yeah. have it? Do you have it on you? Uh, no. Oh, well, that didn't help us then. No. To be fair, that was a pretty good a cappella uh, rendition of the Plugs song. The closing the plug bag yeah. theme? Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I thought so. I thought I thought my uh, I hit the high notes high, I hit the low notes low, and frankly, uh, I made your legs feel like jelly. Just like the bell, the Nazi bell. Yes, the, what's it, the... <laughs> that liquefied you or whatever. Gliden, I don't remember the name. Uh, Diglaka. Is that a Diglaka? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking about Diglaka, <laughs> Diglockenspiel is the playing of bells. Spiel means play in German. You know where you can play? The standard. Segway, bitches. 14 Northeast 22nd. That is where you can go. Drink drinks. Eat food. There's food there. Uh, play pinball pool billiards pocket billiards shuffle board video lottery wherein you can gamble in real life if you're listening right now eden fruit machine that's what they call them in england i read it on a website they say there's a fruit machine because i read a website your guide to english pub culture because i have too much time on my hands but this isn't in england this is at facebook.com slash the standard pdx um, what else can we say about them? Tito's Tuesday. That's right. Tito's Tuesdays. You can drink Tito's vodka for four bucks a drink. Dollar hams on Wednesdays. What he just said. 
It's pretty awesome. Something else Thursdays. That other shit Friday. Some stuff on Saturday. $3 micros on Sundays. Slushies. They have uh, adult uh, alcoholic slushies there for three bucks or four bucks or... I don't, I don't know. Who gives Some a fuck? Some of them just, look quite good. Yeah, just go. They're yeah. made of sugar, and they've got alcohol in it. I mean, it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Go. Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. Um, 14 Northeast 22nd. Under the moonlight. <laughs> I was realizing after we did that episode, I was looking on Netflix, and I hadn't watched any of season six yet. So oh, that yeah. explains why every episode I was like, oh, I haven't seen that one. I must have skipped that one accidentally. So. Uh, so you just haven't watched any season six? Yeah, well, I have now. Every other episode was just like, you know, that I had seen in the past. It's not like I've never watched the show. So yeah. I was just very confused. I uh, I finished I finished it, and now I'm watching uh, Deep Space Nine again. Very nice. And by finished it, I really, man, there's a lot of episodes I just couldn't be bothered with. I didn't like that show nearly as much as I was going to remember. And then uh, Deep Space Nine, I'm already like two and a half seasons in because <laughs> that first season, there's a lot of skippable episodes. <laughs> I think that's why I never got into it because I started watching it on Netflix. And, you know, there's a lot of competition for your uh, focus there. It's easy to shut it off and watch Gotham. Yeah. Well, Gotham is the greatest show ever. Um, we are waiting on Eden. I'm going to respond here. He says we jinxed the cockdology. I'm going to say do tell. Um, while we're waiting for him, mm-hmm. let us introduce to the audience uh, this concept, because this won't take long. And if Ian, if, if Eden calls back while it's happening, we can tell him to fuck off. Mm. We are going to have a bit of an experiment in which uh, you are going to uh, force me to uh, experience young people things, uh, entertainment-wise. And uh, you are going to uh, listen to or experience old people things. Mm-hmm. Now, somehow I'm responsible for the totality of entertainment from, you know, 1989 and before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, let me tell you about this album I put that came out while I was in high school. I'm going to say it's a classic. Hello. Uh, I'm how, did, that, did that help at all? Right, I can hear you. Oh, thank God. All right, good. Fingers crossed it'll stay like this. All right, so audience, we have, we have Eden back. But Eden, we have to finish a thought that we're talking about while we're... Uh, well, while we're waiting. Okay. Um, so we are going to have uh, producer Michael is going to give me young people things to experience. And I'm giving in him old people things that he's missed out on to experience. So our first experiment in this is Michael referenced that he has never seen Casablanca. Nor uh, really? Nope. Film buff that I am. That's one of the few that sort of slipped through the net. Oh, that surprised me. Uh, it's because I know you're uh, you're a film guy and um, you're you're. Wait, are, how old are you, Eden? I'm 31. Okay, you're you're so you're not like incredibly a baby. Producer Michael's no. tw- what are you 25, 26? 25. 25. Yeah, so I as much as I as much I can so I can actually look down my nose a little bit at Eden not having seen Casablanca. <laughs> uh, I can look down my nose at you too. I saw that shit when I was in high school. Fuck both of you. Um, <laughs> right to chap. Yes. But uh so he's going to watch Casablanca and I'm going to listen to an album of something to do with the n- number 80 ever written down somewhere. What is this? Uh Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City. Okay. Yeah. I, I've not heard that either. Mm, mm. Well, hey, Eden, you're welcome to being everybody on this show. Um, well, so Eden by the by uh by episode 200 and Oh yeah, by the way, uh episode 250. Uh this yes, is congratulations. recording right now. Another milestone. It's a duo sesquipedial 
There's a word for two hundred. There's a word for two hundred and fiftieth. Producer Michael, look up what two hundred and fiftieth anniversary is because no, there's you a were word right. for it. Duo pescatarianism. Yes, I was very close. It's you, you eat two fish. All right. So for next week, he's gonna have watched Casablanca, uh, and I'm gonna have listened to Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. Um, I really feel like he's getting the better end of this deal, uh, but I'll find out. I mean, well, one of them's highly regarded classic cinema, and the other one's an album from the last couple of years. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, how? I'll, I'll lean towards your thinking there, Alex. But I don't know. I can't judge it. I've not heard it. But also, I, I was too heavily. I was thinking this too, um, Michael. What year did Kendrick Lamar thing come out? Uh, it's got to be like 2010 or so. Okay, so it's it's got a solid five six years behind it. I was thinking like, ah, oh, man, you can't call an album a classic. Uh, you know, if it, if it just came out, and then I'm like. Oh my god, how old person thinking am I fucking representing right there? That like five years for a fucking album. That's that's just me being ancient. So yes, I'm going to I'm gonna give this a go. And he's gonna watch Casablanca and well, unfortunately I'm probably gonna to have to watch Casablanca again too, because I haven't seen that shit in a while. Well, I'll be curious to hear reaction as and when it rolls around. Yes. So but Eden, you can join in the fun. That's why I'm telling the audience about this, that uh if by next week you wanna to listen to or watch either of those things, when you when you hear the the Alex cast, you'll you'll can listen right along as as I viciously mock Michael because I'm sure he's not going to like it. Quite fun. Yeah. Um. So 250 years. Yeah. What is well, it? Well, 250. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm just reading Wikipedia. Uh. Sester Centennial is one way to say it. Uh. Semi quincentennial. Oh, bison. Se- no, semi quincentennial is what I would. Yeah. Se- semi quincentennial is what I was trying. Yeah. Which. Okay, to be fair, trying to come up with that a piece of Obscurica off the top of my head, I wasn't that far off. No. Hmm. I mean, I was far off, but I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't three wickets down after a googly armed guy. Oh, God. We're not going to get into <laughs> no, talking about cricket now, no, are we? I've tried four different fucking times to understand cricket, and then... What I'm a, English and I don't understand cricket. Thank oh you. Oh my god, it's so tedious. It's it, our equivalent to baseball. Yeah, what somebody maybe it was you, but it's somebody uh one of the one of the people from England uh, on, on Twitter just said, "What the hell are you doing? I've heard you on the show say you hate baseball. Why would you you know, it's like, "All right, yeah, uh, fair enough." <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's it is our, absolutely our equivalent to baseball. It's all about sitting in the sun for hours at a time watching people barely do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was reading um uh, PG uh, PG Woodhouse and mm-hmm. um, he talks about cricket fucking constantly and and I'm missing a lot of jokes because I don't know anything about cricket so I was trying to like you know put my mind to this thing and learn oh yeah fuck that it's just I just went yeah fuck it I'll just read around those parts yeah, it's probably for the best right? and even then the, the jokes aren't going to hit that hard to be perfectly honest if it's cricket related yeah it'll be oh it's a, well, there was a sticky wicket or something that, that's the kind of thing that you might read well, what else is, is really funny, like that that uh, my 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 man Jeeves or whatever. Um, it's 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 good. Like it's, I, I was surprised. I, I, again, I'm obsessed with fucking Stephen Fry. Is, um, and by that I mean I'm obsessed with fucking Stephen Fry. At some point, I'm going to have him as my own. But uh, he, well, he's game. Yeah. Well, he's married now though, so I'm gonna I have suppose. to I'm gonna have to kill somebody first too. But um. Yeah, he's he apparently is quite the uh, Woodhouse fan. So I was like, all right, if you like him, then I'm going to have to. Yeah, I mean, he's very upper class. That's the thing. I mean, I guess it doesn't translate. Well, it does to some extent. You're aware of it, the class differences in this country. But that kind of thing, the PG Woodhouse, because I'm very working class. I come from a, a poor background. 
So when I read that stuff, there's part of me that's sort of like a little fire that sparks inside that's like, these are the people that keep me down. I can't read this. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a there's there's a, a rather large difference between America and Britain right there, at least in my opinion, is um, we're that get up and go. We can bring ourselves up from our bootstraps and, and we can become the oppressors in our lifetime. That's the American <laughs> attitude. And, um, you know, the, the English, you know, kind of the, the classist thing with England, which is something that I still try to get my head around is, I mean, obviously there's classism there. I mean, that's not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not being a shithead about it, but it's like this, it's just weird. Cause it's almost like a positive for America. And I'm very, very unwilling to, to believe in those. But, uh, <laughs> is that like, we are really like, yeah, we can overcome it. We can just, we'll come up with a good idea and we'll get rich and, you know, we'll just do it. And for some reason, it's like, yeah, well, they're keeping us down. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, if I engage with it too much, I get a little bit depressed. So I'm just yeah. looking at phrases that I've got in front of me. Some oh, yeah, of the please. ones that are like specifically for like the posher ones. I've got a good one for you in oh. terms of uh, the word means something so different over in the US. Oh, please, posh um, it up. Do you want to take a swing at what fagging means? Uh, well, um, I, I okay. Here's no, no. I can though because I know. I know to be fagged there is to be fatigued. Like I'm completely oh, fagged. No, no, no. no. Um, nope. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I've, I don't. I've, I've never heard fagging used to be fatigued. Oh, you never heard? I'm I'm completely fagged out. I'm not. I'm not like if you're an American listening to this, I'm not being a dick. Like that's actually. A tr- <laughs> I've I've heard this used in. Maybe it's old because I listen to a lot of old uh, audiobooks. I, I think it is. It's it's one of these things. And again, him being the upper class type, I think perhaps that. It might actually come from where what I'm about to explain. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. The other the other option is, um, okay, f- uh, uh, like lugging something around, carrying a heavy burden. Um, kind of. Because that's like <laughs> ish. Okay. Right. All right, the, no, please, all right. Give it to me. I'm not guessing it. The, the practice of fagging is a public schoolboy thing. So oh wow! Is, okay, no. <laughs> this is Uh-oh. for the the guys that get taken to the boarding house and everything. And fagging is where one of the older boys gets one of the new boys that's just started that year and makes him his slave. Now I'm ninety nine percent certain that this is where any other connotation for the word fag, fagger, or anything related to it comes from. That the practice, in terms of the 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 stories that come out about these boarding schools, the things that go on, the practices that are born, is that these boys go on to become sexually assaulted by the people that are put in charge of them. Yeah, okay. So that's what fagging is. Yeah, all right. No, we have that in the States, too. It's just uh, that's that's uh, a hazing is uh, is the phrase here. Uh, like if you're in I know a- the prison term is uh, prag. To make somebody your prag. Oh, Oz taught me that one. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, if you're in a, if you're in a, uh, a fraternity, you get hazed. Which usually consists of some kind of nudity and some form of embarrassment. And, you know, technically it's sexual assault, but he agreed to it, so it's not really. Ah. No, that makes sense. This is like the the oldest boy gets the brand new kid. So, yeah, I guess it is a little bit like that, the whole initiation process, as you say, the hazing. Yeah, uh, that that does make sense. I I actually looked up the etymology of of, uh, fag being uh, pejorative, and... um, the idea they're saying it was at least the one that I read was that it being a bundle of sticks was that you're carrying it around and it's unwieldy and burdensome. And that's basically like somebody that's not around for breeding. So they're just like this unwieldy bird. So that's where like the insult went. So it's just like, you're just this, you know, it, it's one yeah. of those chicken and egg situations. Yeah. It's hard to tell if like, if you, if the public schoolboy makes somebody their fag, they are then carrying their burden. So it still makes sense yeah. for the origin that you're talking about. 
hard to tell. Now, Eden, most of this list is going to be me saying, there's no fucking way you guys don't know this. You're familiar with the term feeling blue. Oh, yes. How the, the hell is that on a list? There's the blues, the fucking music. All right, sorry. It just, this list yeah, exactly. is like... That's that's too easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, there's no... Yeah, uh, okay, how about... Uh, uh, oh, well, no, because you watch Oz, so you would know this. So, so you know what bail is. Oh, yeah, posting bail. Okay, but what about bail as in, um, I'm going to bail? Going to bail, I'm going to ditch this. I'm going to jump ship. All right, yeah, you escape. did it. You did it. You won. You got that one. Mm. I'm bailing on this, dude. Yeah. Apparently, you guys aren't, don't know that a buck is a slang term for the American dollar. Uh, I know that. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if you didn't. All right, give me, give me an English one. All right, uh, let's see what's a good one. Uh, at Her Majesty's Pleasure. Oh, that's when you're. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's when you're uh, that's when you're licking your queen's uh, vagina. <laughs> her, her old. As we all have to do once per year. Um, we my, queue up outside the palace. My favorite grab thing. Our tokens. My favorite thing. Like to queue in this country. <laughs> my favorite thing that's ever happened in your country was at some point one of the uh, one of the kind of panel shows was doing like a. Uh, uh, they're, they're one of their guest things is like there is the comedians had to fill in what's something the queen is not going to say on her what's that speech she gives on, on Christmas oh uh, the queen's speech I oh, just called the queen's speech I, I thought yeah. there was a fancy word for it and um, somebody's answer was my pussy is so old it's haunted <laughs> and this became a minor like uh, kerfluffle uh, and uh, I, there's this great clip of this really kind of stuffy uh, uh, British newsreader having to read to her like counterpart and this was done on it was mock the week oh and this showed up on mock the week and this is really stuffy lady my pussy is so old it's haunted this is fucking great <laughs> given that dry queen's english pronunciation oh, it's so good it, it's i've never been because that's such a dumb american thing of getting all upset about something so stupid it was just nice to see like you know, it's nice to see people that sound smart doing it, too. Oh, yeah. R royalists in this country love every opportunity to be like, nope, you can't say anything about the royal family. They bring in tourists. They're part of our economy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm, OK, maybe. So would you like the definition for staying at Her Majesty's pleasure? Then? I, I mean, I, unless I, you've got a good guess. No, a I mean, good guess. guess. I, I just assume <laughs> it's, it's literally what that means is 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 that it's uh that it you're you're on the good graces of the crown like uh, if you're like a like a like if if you're like a foreign citizen or whatever that it's like oh you're only here because you're acting like you do one thing wrong you're fucking out kind of deal um, not quite it means <laughs> going to prison guess. okay no you're staying in prison her wrong. majesty's oh i'm trying to remember what the actual thing is it's her majesty's prison service or something like that it's got a shortened name so if you go to prison you're staying there at her pleasure Oh, no shit. Yeah, I mean, that makes it, that's actually, the etymology is what I guessed, but, like, you're using it in a silly, like, a, a turn to the side way, because it's like, yeah, because you're, she's, like, paying for it, and it's her choice to be, there. like, mm. I was just using it in a positive way, because, you know, I'm a very A lot of the best person. slang I've found where I've been sat reading this up, it yeah. seems to come from criminality, and people that are kind of using sarcasm to, I don't know, say fuck you to the authorities and say, oh, yeah, I'm staying at her pleasure. This is wonderful. It's like a hotel. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. Yeah. That makes sense because it, yeah, this says it comes from HMP, which would be the initials there, um, of Her Majesty's Prison. So it's a play oh, there, yeah, that. yeah. Her play Majesty's off. Pussy. Um, <laughs> here, oh, I have, I have, I have one that I, I don't know if, if Eden, you're going to be, if you know that Americans don't know this. So you're okay. going to be my sounding board again, uh, Michael. I'm sorry. But um, I just, I have so much English dumb and shit in my head. But so, uh, oh, sorry, I should ask this first before I get into it. Do you have both your parents still? 
Uh, no. Okay. Um, it, it, when, when they were around, which one? Oh, yeah, I can't ask that way then. Forget it. There's no way for me to do I this. I mean, I can pretend. I can pretend. Which one? Which one? Hi, do you... Dad. I really missed you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, because this sounds awful. But uh, so they have a phrase that we don't have. Uh, mm-hmm. If so, if someone said, uh, "Which of your parents do you favor?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I would assume they meant which one did I prefer, or did I have more affection towards? Eden, would you like to explain the young man's difficulty here? Um. You know, you're throwing out phrases saying these are Englishisms, but that's not one that I've necessarily oh, you've never heard. heard? I mean, obviously, oh. he's, you're on the right line. Obviously, if you favor one over the other, then you could be a mummy's boy or a daddy's boy. I suppose. Ah, the 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 one that I've heard and I, I've I've read it in. Uh, no, actually, this I think was. I think this was. Who cares? It, it's which do you look like? Mm, okay. Ah, like oh, 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 you favor the you favor the father would yeah. be. Um, taking after is the way that I would have heard that phrase more mm-hmm. often. Yeah, uh, I I was watching some. Uh, uh, oh, oh, you know what it was? It was. Uh, oh, the, oh God, that great one with that skinny fucking hilarious. Uh, the, the the metal detector show that you guys have that is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Show. With um with the <laughs> with that skinny dude that's from um he's in he's in the the stupid pirate movies um detectorists detectorists. Mackenzie Crook. I know who you're talking about, but I've not seen the show. Oh, it's really funny. They're two um, semi-professional. They're basically, they're just weirdo, freaky idiot people that are like really into metal detecting. It's really awkward. It's super good. Ah, I'll have to give that a look. I I think my knowledge of British comedy is starting to fall by the wayside where I'm up all night and asleep all day. I don't see British television anymore. So I know way, way more about American comedians. That's thanks for the uh, recommendation. I'm, I'm on, I'm on the other side. Yeah, well, it's on. It's on American Netflix. So I'm assuming it's on uh, uh, British Netflix as well. Yeah, I'll figure out a way of catching it somewhere. Yeah. Or another. All right, give me another one. Okay, let's see. How's your father? Oh, what, that... How's your father? <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. What's up? How, how, how you doing? Do you fancy a bit of how's your father? Oh no! Uh, that's that sounded that sounded sexy. Now, uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Um, would you Would you like to touch my penis? What does it mean? That's it. Ding, really? Ding. Points. Wow. Yes. I don't know where the phrase came from. I couldn't find a decent origin for it. And it is one that's a little bit kind of off in terms of like, do you really want to bring parents into the mix with this? Like, you're about to indulge in something. Let's think about our parents. But how's your father? Yeah. Funny. That's, that's gross. <laughs> I don't like any what? of this. I don't like any of the bringing your parents into the sexy thing. Like there's, there's a thing with, uh, uh, kind of, uh, I'm just, I'm going to say Mexican, but there's, there's many other cultures that do it where, uh, the lady in a sexy way will refer to you as pappy or, or, or pappy. ew, I don't call <laughs> That's gross. That's fuck. Don't call me dad. Oh, you fucking yeah, weirdo. Daddy, baby, any of that yeah, stuff's that's... a little bit kind of like, ooh. Oh, I don't, I don't like it up. Ugh, ugh, I don't like it at all. I, Eden, do you know what going Dutch means? Going Dutch. Mm, splitting a bill. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm. <laughs> I thought that one, that, that one was like, ooh, I barely know that one. <laughs> See, I, as I say, I'm, I'm too hot on television stuff. And like most of the phrases, I think, have crept into American TV in some way, shape or form. Whereas we've got so many regional things over here that if it gets onto television, it's through some obscure regional comedy or something where the joke is oh this guy comes from this place so he talks like that haha <laughs> isn't that a joke 
Uh, hey, you're never going to get this one. Do you know what lighten up means? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't, I'm obviously a bit stressed out. I don't know if I can get my brain wrapped around that. Should I lighten up? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, obviously didn't read the whole list. There's a few that, uh, um, that looked good. I have uh, one I got, here that I got says, one, oh, sorry. oh, no, I was just going to say, I have one here that says, uh, you might not know, uh, to find your feet. Finding your feet. Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I, I'm, I know what the connotation is. It's in terms of like you're starting something new, you're feeling a bit shaky, you're finding your feet. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Are, are, Eden, do you know what zonked means? Zonked, uh, tired. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> See, this is the problem okay, with the... Right. So there was one that I wanted to mention particularly because oh, I think it came up on Twitter uh, when we were mentioning this the other day. Belen. I know this because um, in America, we're all circumcised. It means the the head of your cock. Yes, the glands, yeah. the tip of the penis. Yes. Uh, uh, us us uh, barbarous, fucking savage, garbage, fucking pale country chops the tops of babies' dicks off for no good reason. So, yeah. Hey, I, I suffered through it myself, and I was seven when I had it done, so oh. I remember. Whoa. Like, it, it was not a good time. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know what that is? That's for the birds. You know what that means? <laughs> um, information that need not have been spoken. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't, how, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> the Brits sometimes use the word bird to refer to a woman. Oh, there's too much explanation. Whatever. Yeah, bird, bird is generally like, that's a bit of a London term for a lady. Yeah. Going out with my bird. Out on the lash with my bird and my mates. <laughs> See, I can do a bit of an accent from London if you want me to get into a bit of that. Yeah, we can't hear the difference. Um, I know you're <laughs> I doing a difference, but frankly, to my ear, this is like Queen's English, and then I slip into this, and it's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, you just you, you sound like ah, you sound you fucking English. Mug. <laughs> I, I know what that means. Hey, do you know what bought the farm is? Bought the farm dead. No, you idiot. It means you purchase a parcel of land where you grow food. What are you, a fucking <laughs> moron? <laughs> Sorry. All right, give, give me another... Yeah, I'm to respond with how many acres. <laughs> yes, exactly. Give me, give me hectares. All right, give me another British one. See, see how I pronounce that? British. Um, all right, I got a really obscure one that even a lot of English people wouldn't even know. Okay, tuppence. Well, a, a, a tuppence is is uh, is a unit of money, like in uh, uh, it's like a sixpence, right? Yep, you're on the right lines, but it has a different connotation. Yeah, I don't know because there's that song, uh, "Tuppence a bag," and there's that mu- <laughs> there's a mu- there's a what's that, that song's from? got a very different connotation, and you're about to have it exposed. Oh, okay, oh please tuppence. do because I, I Yorkshire. Yeah. From where, which is where I was born and raised, and everything. Uh, and Yorkshire's got a lot of slang that's specific to it. I believe Tuppence you mean uh, is, uh, Yorkshire. Uh, yeah, Yorkshire and Leicestershire. Thank you, Leicestershire. Yeah, Leicestershire. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, over <laughs> over the right, Thames. <laughs> um, Tuppence is reference to a lady's nethers, shall we say? Ah, specifically the price of access to those nethers. Uh, okay, is that why that you call fucking tupping? Tupping, tupping, tupping. Yeah, nope. tupping. I think that's a Shakespearean thing. Like, uh, uh, it might it might yeah. well come from the same thing, but that's not a word that like I hear in usage ever. Oh no, I know I, I wasn't <laughs> saying that's like a modern thing, but like I was wondering that's yeah, entomology was. But what's oh, it, you just th- threw me because it's like that. That's clearly an Englishism, but I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's in a I think it's in a Shakespeare play. I think it's um, I don't know. It's in one of them. It's in one of like the kind of body they're making fun of people things. Um, okay. No, you just t- you took me back to childhood uh, referencing Mary Poppins there because I can remember being sat with my mum and knowing like I-, I might have been eight or nine years old and a cheeky little kid at that point, and that song came on and I started singing along but with real emphasis on tuppence, 
And yeah, it was good times. Is that where that's from? That's Mary Poppins? Yeah, Mary Poppins, Feed okay. the Birds. That, that's what that's from. And that's a okay. nice song about a, a desperate homeless old lady who has the company of birds. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, so she's a lesbian? Well, maybe. Okay. I mean, if it tuppence a bag, Feed the Birds... It does sound like the kind of bawdy song that a, a lesbian from maybe the 19th century might have been singing in a bordello. Yeah. With it, with a little wink and a nudge. How about, um, how about jonesing? You know what jonesing is? Jonesing. Ah, that's when you're jonesing for something, you want your drugs, generally oh, speaking. Oh, fuck. God damn it. See, I, I would have, if I remembered that you said you'd seen Oz, I would be like, oh yeah, you've totally mm. heard that word. Yeah, that's a bit of an old one as well. That, that's kind of like jonesing. I don't know, that's, they, they, it's got a connotation to me, at least, of being like 60s, 70s type slang. Uh, got a real Jones for something. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's, that seems about right. <laughs> I'm going to assume you know what yeah, I'm gonna assume you know what a rain check is. Rain check? Oh, that, that's when I can't be asked going out and I'm making up an excuse. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. All these Pretty suck. Much. All right. Uh, oh, do you want another one then? Or have you... <laughs> Do you think you've got one that can stump me? Because right now I feel like if we had a little tally board, I, I'm. Oh no! You're, right. Yeah, you're, we're, we're getting slaughtered. No, it, it's there's not. What was the one you just said? Cattywampus. Whoa! Okay. Sorry, say that again. Mm-hmm. Cattywampus. Cat Caddywampus. Yeah. Womp- okay, wampus sounds like something maybe Native American. Caddywampus. <laughs> no, not a clue. It sounds like. If you're going to hit the guy that's carrying your golf clubs for you, giving your caddy a wampus. <laughs> Alex? Oh, I don't know. know. You, you, got, you got me beat on that one. Nice. Uh, apparently, it's mostly used in the South. I've heard it a couple times here. Uh, it just means, like, kind of askew or crazy, like, all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. I've got an equivalent term on that front. Skew if. Hmm. Yeah, skew I mean, if is, skew it if. means exactly the same thing. A little bit wonky, a little bit out of shape. Um, I actually did the, the research for the background of that one. A skew uh, is a sail or a, 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 an ancient word for a sail, and a whiff is a wind. So the skew whiff means that the wind is blowing the sail at a funny angle. Hmm. All right, how about narnar? Narnar. <laughs> well, nanas over here would be a short for banana, but narnar. Yeah. Nope, you got me. Well, it's just, it's, it's, it's gnar. It's, it's basically just a modern oh, etymology for gnarly. Nar-dog. Yeah, I yeah. It's all yeah. about gnarliness. Yeah, exactly. But I, lately I've been hearing people say gnar gnar, so I just figured I'd be a dick and use oh, that, that one. That's double gnarly, I guess. Yes. Hey, do you, oh, do you know what a Monday morning quarterback is? Oh, right. That's an American football thing, right? Monday morning quarterback, right? Um, can I suss this out? Monday morning quarterback. I don't actually know the purpose of a quarterback on an American football field, so I'm I struggling to sort of... Damn it! All right, yeah. mm-hmm. No, don't know. Tell oh, me. It, it means it's it just it, it's uh, someone that uh, uh, knows everything after the fact. So like, uh, it, they're like, oh, yeah, I told you that was going to happen. You know, you should have done it this way after it already passed. So it's uh, like when the the quarterback is the guy that's basically in charge of the offense. So. Um, you know, you knowing what's going to work afterwards. Uh, yeah, uh, Captain Hindsight coming yeah. in with the uh, yeah the bad advice after the fact. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Let's see what else have we got. I'm looking for like particularly obscure, weird sounding ones now. Okay, two more Yorkshireisms for no, you. Please. Nout and out. And that's not O U T. That's O W T. N O W T. 
These are these are opposites. Nout and out. Nout and out. Um. I don't. I mean, uh, no, because that's not. Uh, I have no idea, Michael. Nothing. Uh, no. Oh, you just said it. Or you said one of them. Oh, uh, nothing is is no- okay. Nothing and something. Nout, hmm. nothing. Out, something. You won't oh. get out for nout. All right, speak- you won't get anything for nothing. All right. Well, gotcha. speaking on that term, Eden, what are yuns? Yuns. Yuns. Y u n s. Yeah, yuns. Yuns. That, are we talking Americanisms or Englishisms? Uh, Americanisms, yeah. This is, a, this is an American term. Oh, okay, because yeah. there is an Englishism that's a bit like that. Yuns, yuns, yuns. This is a, this is a uh, regional regional phrase. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're referring to a group of people, because that's what yun would be in the, over here in your. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah, in, nice. in uh, Western Pennsylvania, they they, they say yuns. Ah, yeah, like like it's all, in the same way you say y'all, like oh, hey yuns going over the. You know. Yeah, all a yun. That that'd be the Yorkshire version. Yeah, yeah. We just have an S at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yuns. Yeah. Well, not we. Those fucking hayseeds. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Oh, there's the obvious ones like bollocks. You must know what bollocks are. They, they're testes, are they not? Mm, fanny. Uh, fanny. The, the, fa- the source of infinite fun. Okay. Here in American, using it. Hey, do you, Michael, do you know what a fanny is? In, in... Uh, a fanny is yeah. that like a bottom? Mm-mm. Well, that's what it is here. Yeah, yeah. Flip it over. Yes, it's as as another. Oh, that's right. Uh, another yeah, brilliant phrase that. which I heard is front bottom is is a fanny. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, Alan Davis referred to uh, a pussy as a front bottom. I don't know if that's yeah. a common phrase, but I love it. it. It's one. It's one that takes me back to like primary school. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, that's when you you don't know the proper technical words and they're all considered dirty, so it's a front bottom. Yeah, front bottom is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I've got a Willie and she's got a front bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Willie, that's 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 classic. Yeah, Willie's another one. I'm just going through my sexual ones here. Ghoulies. Did I say ghoulies already? Uh, no. But I'm going to assume that's also balls. Balls, yep. Oh, I found uh, it. Here's, here's one. Uh, Michael, do you know what norks are? Norks? <laughs> uh, no, is it balls? <laughs> no, uh, they're tits, right? Yep. Hey, look at me knowing things. Wow. No, can you pronounce it the way you're supposed to? Norks. Okay, I was I, I said it properly American wise. Here's the thing: it's yeah, hard. It's, it's that hard R. It, well, that's the thing: it's I. It's you're pronouncing. I, so it's hard for me to go like, oh, Nork. There, I just said it like you, but now I sound like a hmm. dick because I'm doing one of that thing where it's like, oh yes, I went down to South America and I went to Guadalajara, and it's like I don't have that accent. I hate when they fucking people, you know, they adopt some other language's accent. Where it's like, yeah, just pronounce it like your own country. Like it's. No, no, forget it. I'm being uh, a dick. As you probably already guessed, I quite like to try and put on an American accent in when I when I'm trying to pronounce these words. Oh, it's well, a good that... laugh to me to try and put it on. No, it's especially it... a nice southern one. Yeah, well, that's everybody likes doing a southern accent. Well, I guess southern accent is a northern accent with you guys, right? Like north. That's where all the farmer, like the pirate accent, is north. The the hmm, it's kind of difficult. The pirate accent is more Cornwall, which would be the southwest. Oh, is that where it is? Okay. Very southwestern area. The north of the country is kind of known more for shipping in the past. So I, it's a funny one because yeah, yeah piracy, it's uh, they weren't the Yarra guys. The I'm, I'm confusing the things now. Probably I'll just say yes and <laughs> move on to the next thing. <laughs> the farmer talked like this. That that Yarra, that one. Who are? Yeah, that Get one. Farm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. Have you ever heard of the Wurzels? They, I don't know if this song might have made it over there as a kind of novelty thing. There was a song in the '70s called "I've Got a Brand New Combine Harvester." 
I I know it, but th- no, that did not make it here. I know it from uh, again being watching way too much BBC stuff that somebody referenced it. <laughs> if you were to watch that, that would give you a, like there's uh, the Cornwall area. That kind of part of the country is known as the West Country, and the accent that they sing that song in is the West Country accent. And ooh, are I'm a right farmer. I am. You're living down in Cornwall. <laughs> That's that, what I was thinking that's of. That's very strong, yeah. That's okay, that's West... Okay, West Country is the accent I was I was thinking of. I mm-hmm. just... Uh, I was... What, what I was like in America, we call wrong. Oh, I've got bloody Combine Harvester song in my head now. The lyrics are so ridiculous. Oh, here's... I've got a brand new Combine Harvester. I'll give you the key. Come on now, let's get together in perfect harmony. I've got 40 acres. You've got 23. I've got a brand new Combine Harvester. And I'll give you the key. This, this reminds me... This is actually really close to it and i'm not sure if the, uh, um it's it have you have you heard the american disco-ish song i've got a pair of brand new roller skates i'll bet it's to the same tune I, but i haven't heard it because because mm. that one is uh, i've got a brand new pair of roller skates you've got a something thing yeah and at one point he says you've got the key i wonder if that's like the same song uh that sounds exactly like it's the same oh, that's song. That they probably sold the music rights and was like, yeah, nobody's going to buy that song about Combine Harvesters. Sell it yeah. to Disco, make some money. Now, this is the Wurzels did that? Yes. Okay. Who's that guy that does the um, the really body songs that, that they, and they play the weird ukulele? Oh, George Foreman. George, yeah. No, no, that's the professional uh, the boxer. Formby. Sorry, Formby. Formby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Foreman, that's one of ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so proud of it, he put his name on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, George Formby singing um, Windows, When I'm Cleaning Windows, yeah. is the one that's the most famous. Yeah, that's Going just... around spying on ladies undressing and stuff. Yeah, which is very, very, uh, very British. The uh, kind of, the, the, I don't even know if you'd call that a double entendre. I mean, I guess it is. It's just. It's yeah, like it's, a... it's a wink and a nudge. Yeah, it... that, that's the way that we would describe it. It's a bit of a kind of, it's bawdy, as you say, just yeah. absolutely bawdy. Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's... it's double entendre in that, like, it's like a baseball bat of a double entendre or, or a cricket whiffle or whatever <laughs> the fuck you call cricket bat. Um, cricket bat, yeah. Uh, oh, is it? As I said, I'm like, oh yeah, they probably just call it a bat. <laughs> Oops. It's our cricket whiffle. <laughs> In fairness, we come up with so many stupid names for things you'd be forgiven for assuming. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, I'm trying to think of, no, I, here's the thing. When I was searching for Americanisms, I was searching for like Americanisms, not like regional phrases. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm sure I know some regional weirdness. Mm-hmm. And mm. I just can't come up with it. Are right, you having more English ones while I'm thinking? Um, well, I, I will give you a whole cavalcade. These all mean the same thing, and I'm sure you'll figure it out, but these all mean the same thing. Same. All right. Um, okay, so pissed, plastered, rat ass, uh, shit-faced, <laughs> trolleyed, slashed, sloshed, pissed up, on the piss, <laughs> on the lash. <laughs> all of that is alluding to going out and getting drunk. Yeah, I, that, that I knew. And many of those actually uh, uh, plastered, uh, a very uh, American... Uh, not that it's an American term, but yeah, that's that's really well familiar in America. Mm. Uh, well familiar, which is an English term that I just used. Um, putting well in front of something and then saying the other word, that's, uh, I stole that from you guys. And I feel weird every time I do it because I'm like, that's totally, like, that construction is not American. And every time I do it, I'm like, oh, I'm one of those fucking pricks that's going to pick up an accent if he ever lives anywhere. <laughs> It's funny because I actually have to edit myself on Twitter. I'll start typing things and almost every tweet starts, well, comma. And it's like, no, I've got to stop writing well at the start of things. Just because I say it when I'm speaking doesn't mean it sound, it reads well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, let's see. What else have we got? Oh, I'm that's what I was going to ask some... you. Do you use crikey? 
I don't use it, but it is a common one. Okay, no, that, that I'm around uh, you as a as a spokesperson for that. The, uh, the, somebody I was listening to Mysterious Universe, an Australian uh, podcast, and they mm-hmm. were they were mocking the English for a moment, um, and they they were doing bad English accents, and they used crikey, and I went, "This is weird to me as an American listening to mm-hmm. this," because I'm like, "That is the." In America, that's the Australian word, at least to me. It's like, mm. if I think Australia, it's crikey. And they're like, fuck, I think maybe I've actually heard somewhere in Britain that being, you know, I'm like, oh man, now I'm, now I'm completely lost. I'm going to go get fat and watch football. <laughs> like a good American. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, it gets used over here. But as you're saying that, like, to my mind, and it might be a generational thing, it is more of an Australian thing. They're, they're, we get some Australian soap operas over here on television, and obviously we had the whole Crocodile Dundee thing, the same as America. And that's the stuff that I grew up aware of. So, to my mind, at least, it is a bit more Australian than English. Oh, good. All right. I think I think I think we're correct in that one. Then, do you get that weird Australian soap opera or the famous one? I've never seen it. Uh, uh, we get Neighbours and Home and Away are the two that we get. Is Home and Away the famous? Is there one that's been on for like a million years? Um, they've both been on for a very long time. I mean, that's... Neighbors is the popular one, or the more popular one in this country. At least it was. Okay, there's there's this reference. I keep hearing, you know, random reference, because again, most of my, my shit comes from the BBC. So there's these just random references to shit like that. And I know there's this strange Australian soap opera that's been around forever. Like, you've got that one in England. What's that shitty one that you guys all love? Oh, God, there's, there's a few. EastEnders is East probably Enders the, is the exact one I was of. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, EastEnders. Oh, yeah. doom and gloom. That is one of the most depressing programs you it, could ever switch on. It, it sounds it. That's why I don't understand some of you guys. Like, it's so weird. Like, I, like oh, we, we love misery. We, we For some reason, the people that live in the mire of it all like to watch drama all about how bad it is. And I don't get it personally. I find it so unappealing to sit and look at stuff where it's like, oh, look, it's working class people struggling in a crushing system. Isn't that a fun story? But yeah, some people love it. I mean, misery loves company, I suppose. That's it comes back down to that. But yeah, East End is. I'm I'm trying to think of even how to describe it as shorthand. There's a lot of people shouting at each other and like getting getting into arguments over everything. Everybody lives inside of each other's pockets in that in those stories. Yeah, um, it, it from what I've gathered, it seems like something I would have no business ever watching. But you know, it's you know, it's an experience. I don't know if he's still on it, but one of our <laughs> awful actors that has kind of gone around being an English hard man in some films. A guy by the name of Danny Dyer. I was about to say, I was about to ask you if that's Danny Dyer's show. I'm Danny well familiar. I just did it. I'm well familiar <laughs> with Danny Dyer. Um, he's on the panel shows a lot and yes. I am lost. I just like, what the, f- what is this thing? Like, why is this man on TV? And I mean, keep in mind, I'm an American saying this. So that's gotta be a, that's gotta be a particularly uninteresting man for to raise my raise my uh, eyebrows. He exists on those panel shows to be mocked. Almost. Oh yeah, like that. That seems to be the main thing is that they get him on and say, "So, Danny, what's the terrible film that you're working on right now? What's the horrible thing where you pretend to be an East End hard man?" Oh, because yeah, he's in some hilariously bad films. He's in one with Fifty Cent, where again he just plays a, a moody-looking, upset guy who thinks he's being a hard man. Well, 50 Cent plays up a guy who thinks he's being, I don't know, fancy and gangster and rich. And, uh, <laughs> awful shit. Yeah, uh, he's he's confusing. I end up, he's on there, he's on there so often that I end up kind of like, ended up liking him a bit. That it's like, because it's just, There is a pleasure. He's yeah. got a program called uh, Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men. And it's just hilarious where, um, there, there's another guy who, oddly enough, was, was on EastEnders, a guy by the name of Ross Kemp 
who was a bit of a running joke in this country because on EastEnders, he played this guy who was a thug. He was to be feared. Everybody worried about him. But everybody knew in reality, Ross Kemp, the actor, he's a nice guy. He is not that person. When he speaks, he speaks in a, with a clear accent. He's not from the East End. Danny Dyer is kind of like the current generation of that. But where Ross Kemp quit EastEnders and then went off to like, he's been off with the Russian mafia. And like he did a program called Ross Kemp on gangs that is incredibly intense. And like he's really in with the worst people in the world. There's some great footage on YouTube you can find of him. A guy points a gun at him and he just puts his finger on the end of it and pushes it to the side saying, you're not going to shoot me. I'm a journalist. Come on now. You understand the situation. This isn't going to happen. Proving he is capable. Yeah. Danny Dyer's version of the program is him going to a club in the East End, trying to be the East End hard man and basically being shown that, yeah, you're not really anything, Danny. Get out of here. Well, that sounds fun. Whilst at the same time selling it as, hey, look at me, I'm the hard man. The only thing I ever saw of him was he was talking to people that believe in UFOs. And I went, I don't understand your country. <laughs> I saw a bit of that as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I've lost. Like, I just, I... Good, uh, good for you, England. I don't, I don't get you. <laughs> that, that's that's the one where he spends half the time going. It's got my head spinning. I don't understand what the hell's going on. It's crazy, all this alien <laughs> stuff that they're telling me. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's pretty much the entire show. I, I think you should watch this, Michael. It's really it's quality, quality television. It's uh, Danny Dyer and Jarmok on the ocean. <laughs> I watched well, the uh, Joe Rogan sci-fi show, so I'm sure. Uh, oh, it's I'm sure I can that sit in through terms it. Of it's quackery. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's Joe Rogan. He probably could fight pretty well, so he's so, got uh, one. Mm-hmm. He's got one thing. Well, but, Rogan's not going around pretending that he's talking to dangerous gang members. Is the difference, I suppose. That's true. Well, he did a freeway Rick Ross on there. Um, true. I, 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 do you, Do you know what a John Hancock is? Uh, a signature. Oh, you did know that one. Do you know what yeah, a rig that's is? that's Declaration of Independence, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, know what a rig is? A rig. Um, uh, well, it depends on what you're kind of talking about in terms of the industry, but a rig... My first thought is a PC, because I'm one of these PC mm-hmm. game gamer people, and I refer to that as a rig. Uh, your vehicle, would that be your rig? I think that's probably the most common usage, yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought you meant. Uh, uh, oh, I'm not even gonna make that joke. Forget it. Um, there's, there's a really, there's a really, really racist term that uses that, that, that word in it. Uh, <laughs> let's steer around the racism, shall we? <laughs> um, let's Sorry, see. You know, what about? Uh, fine, I'm gonna say it. Jerry rigged. Fuck you, Germany. <laughs> Oh, Jerry rigged it. Like I, I would have known what that meant if you'd said it. I, I, I know that term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's been rigged. Where it will break quite soon, but it'll work for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one, I'm not sure Alex would know, but uh, pre-funk, do you know what that is? Pre-funk? Oh, that's the, the era, the era that's... of music before the funk movement <laughs> came around. <laughs> well, no, no, I think it's the era that's funked up with a gangster twist. Oh, no, sorry, that's G-funk. G-funk, yes. yeah. Uh, that's a uh, Pacific Northwest term, like pre-game. Do you know what that is? Like before yeah, yeah. you go out, you know, have uh, a few yes, drinks. Yes. Yeah, pre-funk. Pre-funk? Yeah. I've never heard the term pre-funk. That that is a Pacific Northwest thing? Yeah. I've lived here for... I've lived here since well before you were allowed to drink, and I've never heard that term. I'm sure I know a lot of terms you don't know, but I can't (laughs) necessarily think... In young and hip. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, the youngest and the hippest. Yeah, do you you not know any kind of, like, strange hip-hop things? Like, 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 crunk? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Church. (laughs) I can't think of I know some nice right obscure ones. <laughs> yeah. Shizzle Manizzle. Church. 
Yes, that is a place where people go to worship their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're all familiar with church. <laughs> There's a famous one in England. <laughs> oh, my mind's just full of Snoop Dogg's phrases now. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know anything about young people culture. Um no, I'm I'm so disconnected. Gaming and films and media, that's that's my only connection. Music is like I'm so disconnected at this point that yeah. Kendrick Lamar is a name that I'm aware of. And when you said it, I was like, that's that's somebody that makes music, isn't it? And that's kind of where my brain stopped and went, I've got nothing else. For if you. you had asked me, I thought it was an athlete. Because I think there's a famous <laughs> athlete that has the last name Lamar. Um, I don't know. But uh, uh, Michael, do you know what English people call gas? Uh, petrol. Why, why do we call it gas? Does anybody know this? Because it's not a gas. That's hmm. definitely a liquid. Well, because it's from the word gasoline. But what the hell's that? I don't know. That's I don't know the... what gasoline is. Like, like petrol, mm. petroleum. Like, what the fuck is gasoline? Yeah, it's a mystery. It's one of those ones that's sort of like, yeah, I hear the word gas and I'm like, what? Did somebody fart? What are we talking about here? Yeah. I was, I was, I looked up English fart phrases as well. Grunt. Trump. Yeah. Trump is the best one because yeah. of what's going off with your Ameri your political Ugh. process right yeah, now. In this country, the word Trump means gas expelled from an anus. Good. <laughs> like it couldn't be more fitting a name it's, it's it's we're 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 embarrassed about this just please please no can you just report back to england that like there's a lot we're not this isn't our fault like we just just let us in when this happens uh, we, we've got almost as ridiculous a thing going off right now where we've got the vote to leave the european union going on and there's this whole backwards and forwards about whether we should be in there, whether we should be out. And it's mostly a lot of scared xenophobes on the leave side and a lot of realists on the other side saying, look, we all do business together. We're all in an internationally connected community now. Can we not just recognize that and maybe make that work? What no? what the hell is the point of this? Like, is it just I mean, is it that whole shit that went to, like when the euro happened? The, the, mm. Basically, this would be like rescinding that. Um, well, we, we joined the European Union and we refused the euro at the same time. Yeah. I think we were almost the only country that did it. And it does seem to be that there's a lot of... In this country, there's the term NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y, not in my backyard. And it's little Englanders, people that are scared of everything outside the country, all the encroachment of culture, anything that we might stand to gain from outside, they um and ah and cross their arms and go, nope, don't want it. I'm English and I'm proud. I'm not interested in any of that. And that's most of the resistance from my perspective. I really can't see a sensible reason for us to detach from it. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting really political now, and that's probably the extent of what I can actually talk about on that front. Well, no, it's it's fine. Anyway. I mean, my extent of, uh, of politics in America is, oh, what's happening? Make it stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. It's stopping. You said he wouldn't get the nomination, and now he's nominated, and now he's going to become president. I'm just going to cry for four years. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I look at the internet, I look at Reddit, and right now, man, that's a cesspit. And yeah, it makes my head spin as well. Because the knock-on effect of the U.S. politics thing is like everywhere in the world is going to be affected by whoever's put in charge. So there's this a, probably a lessened version, but a, a very similar sentiment of like, oh, God, seriously, no, it can't yeah. be a choice between an overt liar and an overt liar. What the fuck is wrong? It's doing me head in. <laughs> yes. I used an English phrase. I learned that from Carl Pilkington. Doing my nut in, mate. Oh, yeah, nut. I like nuts. that. Nuts, yes, nut referring to head. That's uh, the other one. You nutter. 
You well, mad? Oh, well, do you know what nut means in, in, in the United States? <laughs> Busting a nut. Yes, yes. In fact, to nuts or to bust a nut, meaning to expel your your manly juices mm. from your 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 tally whacker. <laughs> um, oh, 1800s phrases. So, Alex, would you yes. like to hear a cricket joke that you would get? Uh, yes, I would. I've been holding on to this for a while. All right. Uh, why did the cricket bowler never sweat? Uh, I don't know. Because he had such huge fans. Oh, oh, I get it. Because because like fans, it's, it can, it's a homophone meaning mm-hmm. both supporters of something mm-hmm. and and uh, and <laughs> and a thing that moves air mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Huh? Can we dissect this further to remove the comedy? Is is it possible? Well, I think the joke handled that. <laughs> we forgot we forgot the insertion process. Hey, you wanted something that translated across, you know, an entire ocean. No, okay? I. This is not against you. I. Do you want me to try another I apl- one? A I applaud the effort. Version. Oh, oh, please. What yeah. is the Pakistani version of a hat trick? A mm. turban trick. Uh, <laughs> three runs and three balls. I don't. I exactly. feel like even as an Englishman knowing cricket and everything, like that just rocketed over my head. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I don't think that. you quite have enough racial prejudice for this joke. It's just my mm. impression of it, but I don't really, you know, I don't get it either. So. Yeah, that's where I went the turban route. I was like just trying to think racist. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much every joke on this page. That's why I went with the fan joke. Uh, so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> tried my best here. Ah. Uh, Talking about synonyms and words that are used differently, I've got another two for you. Oh, please. They're, they're completely different. Okay, two phrases. The dog's bollocks, the dog's dinner. All right, I know the dog's bollocks, although it means the nuts of a dog is a very good thing. Like, that, that's mm-hmm. great. As in American slang, you would say, that's the shit, meaning this is very positive, even though if you mm-hmm. thought about it, you'd be like, that's really gross, and that should be a negative thing. Yes. So dog's bollocks, yeah. I know. Dog's dinner... Um, I'm gonna say is um is is shitty. Yes, you would normally refer to somebody as looking like a dog's dinner. Yeah, because dogs they eat shit. <laughs> I figured it out using my Points. knowledge of canines. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's see, donkey's years is that one that's over there? No, donkey's years basically means ages. Uh, I don't say, know why that means ages, because donkeys aren't necessarily known to be long-lived or anything like that, but uh, there you go. We say uh, a dog's day. Hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, I think, the, 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 well, not that that's a common phrase, but that's that's a phrase that I'm familiar with from, from the States. <coughs> oh, sorry. It, <clears throat> it makes more sense in terms of dog's years, time being this kind of, it's different if you want to talk about a dog living how many human years equivalent to dog years dog's age dog yeah i can see the the foundation for that let's say but yeah donkeys I, I don't get it i haven't seen you in donkeys you wouldn't even say donkeys years over here a lot of the time you could just say donkeys <laughs> and people would know what you were saying that's perfect they are i mean are they slow i, I don't know i'm just mm, that's it I, I've, could, I've got no it could idea. take a I'm while seeing... to travel on a donkey versus a horse yeah, yeah true You'd think that there might be an equivalent horse's years, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex, I uh, I can tell you that website sucks. Oh, you already looked at this? Oh, I've looked at about 20 websites during this conversation. <laughs> you desperately, yeah. desperately searching things. They all suck. <laughs> yeah, the problem is all of the, all of the, the, the um, kind of 
American regional slang is terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it, it's too embarrassing. I just wouldn't say it. everything Eden has said is like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, but there's nothing that I've really been proud to say so far, especially pre-funk. I'm just so sad that I brought that up. Oh, okay. Well, here, no, here's a good one. Oh, no, that's no wait, because that works on the internet. But pre-internet, laggy mm. was a phrase that I knew in New Jersey, uh, meaning like uh, lethargic or, or mm. moving slow. But your internet connection being laggy, uh, I think, it, it now it now makes that figure outable. Mm-hmm. Is that the same website that says Show Show is a young boy in Oregon? Uh, oh, I didn't get down there yet. Show um, Show. I've, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that. I think before. it's Cho Cho. Cho Cho. Um, all right, Eden. I uh, know there, there is, there is one, uh, uh, on here that I thought was good. Um, Eden, what is it when you're on pump? On pump. Hmm. Is it anything to do with pumping iron? Uh, no. Okay. Right. Cause my, my mind just went to Arnold Schwarzenegger smoking a joint and then talking about getting the pump, which is better than coming. Oh uh, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. On pump, on pump. It's not to do with people, because um, you've got the thing where in Jersey people drive into gas stations and have their gas pumped for them. It's nothing to do with that, is it? Maybe in a really, really, might as well just say no, but maybe no, three. Okay, right. Maybe three <laughs> if it's st- not that, then I don't know. <laughs> oh, it means, to, it's a, it's a, uh, a Montana term uh, meaning to be on credit. Mm. Is that you're on pump? Hmm. Curious. Yeah, not one I've heard. Um, uh, tickety boo. Here's one for you. Tickety boo. Oh, I mean, I mean, obviously, tickety boo is uh, the the phrase for um, uh, kid fucking. <laughs> um, no. Because <laughs> right, that would be weird if you chose that one. Admittedly, the country's got a bit of a reputation for our uh, establishment getting into that, that you might think that there was some slang for it, but no, tickety-boo means everything's great, everything's fine. Tickety-boo. Tickety-boo. Hmm. I mean, I I love it, but it seems really difficult. Like, it seems like if I ever heard anybody say that, I'd be like, wow, you're really trying to use that phrase. It it it's it falls into the same thing with all the poshisms, let's say. The, the, the kind of upper-class stuff that, like... You really wouldn't want to be heard saying tickety boo because you say it. It's one of those phrases that sounds really put on. Like it doesn't roll off of your tongue very easily. Tickety. Yeah. The oh. Two T's doesn't. Yeah. It's not a fun one. I just thought of one. Eden, do you know what home fries are? Home fries. Home. Um, <laughs> potatoes you've cut yourself and fried at home. Well, I mean, you can do it that way. It is a it is a style of a uh, uh, grated fried uh, or a uh, chopped uh, fried potato or pan fried potato for with breakfast, like you would have it with eggs. No, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I, I just I was looking at I was looking at the a, a list of, I was trying to find lists of words that would remind me. And I was like, oh shit! All right. Um, I thought you were referring to the post ironic uh, hip hop slang, home fry or home skillet. Oh yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. Yes, home slice. Home yes. slice. Yeah. Any any breakfast item can basically be turned into a home boy. With a little bit of effort. Home pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. Uh, Eden, do you know what a crick is? Crick. Oh, like a creek. Wow. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> nice. I wasn't sure if that would have traveled. Well, what, I wasn't even sure if creek was a word over there. That was, that's what yeah, I thought. The crick. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that one would travel well. Um, the crick mm. next to the bayou. I just want to interject. I forgot. As far as catching up, I also uh, found out 
Combine Harvester was based off of that song called Brand oh. New Key, which is basically called the Roller Skate Song. So it was like a parody, basically. Oh, the Roller Skate Song came first? Yes. Oh, no shit. I would not have put it in that order. Because well, yeah, I would have... I got it wrong. Well, I mean, you would think it's a, uh, it, it's a, uh, uh, it's such a dumb song. Well, really, both of them are. So I guess I really shouldn't be surprised either way. Like it's, oh, kind of feel like in my mind, it, this is one of those Americanisms that's like cemented in my mind for some reason. Right now, a rainbow should be flying overhead with the more you know written across it. Oh yeah. And that's something that doesn't exist in this country. I have just watched far too much American television. Eden, do you know what a potlatch is? Potlatch, potlatch. I know what a potluck is. That's the same thing. It's just a different term for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's was... where people cook things for each other and take them and then foist them onto each other, going, "Hey, here's something that I cooked with all my leftovers. Enjoy." Uh, do, do you know? Do you know what an empanada is? Emp- empanada. That's uh, something along the lines of a. Uh, it's Mexican food, isn't it? It's like a tortilla wrap kind of thing well it's kind of like a pasty actually we were trying to figure we were trying to describe pasty before we're like that is kind of like an empanada <laughs> ah, fair enough we've yep. got mexicans here could be filled yeah with, we, in uh, fairness mexican food's getting quite popular over here we do have mm. a few chain restaurants that serve mexican food and you can get it all in the supermarkets i like a nice fajita myself that was weird to hear that in an english accent <laughs> a nice really fajita happy. yeah what about some guacamole um <laughs> trying to think of more spanish terms i could throw you mexican things that i can throw oh, in a uh, strong uh, english accent you, i mean i'm sure you there's something to be aware of but uh um uh why 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 would you think it'd be like a really bad idea like uh it's a good idea in america to wear to wear a rubber around your cock because <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's not a good idea where you're from right yeah rubbers over here would be pencil erasers mm. yeah I Although, in fairness, I think most people of my generation and younger, if you said, have you rubbered up, they would know what you were talking about. Oh, is that the way you word it? Have you rubbered up means to, 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 you know, to, yeah. to, to sheathe your, 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 your man flesh? <laughs> One's piece. That's amazing. <laughs> How do they say that in Wales? Um, well, I don't know if there's a difference. I can't do a Welsh accent if that was a cue to try one. No, I was just assuming that you had some kind of, you know, stereotypical prejudice, and I was trying to set you up for a joke, so. Ah, uh, No right. harm, no foul. Uh, Oi, I'm from Cardiff, and right. I'm kind of a slag. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I've got connection to Wales. My brother, his ex-girlfriend of a long time, she's Welsh, and they're still in touch and we talk occasionally. And the joke is that Wales is a bit of a hellhole. <laughs> the place that she lives at is a bit nasty. And like the culture there is kind of grim. So I don't know. I don't have a stereotypical judgment, but I have an informed one. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too realistic <laughs> and personal. Yeah, and <laughs> that is yeah. where the Torchwood Institute is out of. So you got to give them some credit for that. Yeah, shagging sheep all day and night knows lot. <laughs> I know too much about there we go. British TV <laughs> So I couldn't show. help myself. I had to get, lean into the obvious cliche right, of course. stereotype jab that we'd like to make at them. They're all sheep shaggers. Uh, that's that's what? They they, they, they shear the sheep for the, its, its wool? Yes. Shagging okay. being yeah. the shearing. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 the spy who course. shagged me. They're, yes. They're the man who <laughs> yes. shaved me. Well, that's because his hair is so luxurious that at the end he's going to have it shaved. Quite a hairy I, chest, I think, I think that that's what it, I think that's where it comes from. Obviously, 
<laughs> cool. Uh, do you have any like, more? Perfect sense to me. I think I think we've I think we've done well over our time. Do you have any more amazing? Oh yes, ones? I've, I've got so many here. Um, let's end on one of my favourites that I actually use. Pillock. P i double l o c k. No, I know. I actually I've heard this used in context. I'm not sure that I could I could just like. You refer to a person as a pillock. Yeah, like in my in my head, it's like like a barbarian, but I think I'm yeah. wrong. Is it? Is, that's what I would assume. Yeah, it's an archaic word for dick. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's that's probably no, because I knew it was like some kind of pejorative, but in my head, it seemed like the it, the references I've heard it from, it's a dick that kind of has like a, uh, not not a penis, like a a a, a jerk fella that happens to be of like a bulky kind of hairy side at least that's the only time i've run into it so i'm like i wonder if that just means you're like a bit of uh to use your term a bit of a prat or uh Hmm. this is actually like a description of your physical uh body um you would i've never known anybody to use it to actually describe their dick because i had to look up that meaning but pillock is definitely referred to as like you're an asshole you're an idiot you're stupid you're a pillock fucking pillocks (laughs) i love it because it's a yorkshire term and nobody in the town that i live in uses it and because my accent's so completely different to the Yorkshire accent these days, it sounds really weird. And I kind of relish saying it with this kind of weird Londonish accent that I've got. Yeah. I'm told that I speak BBC English. Like my coworker, I was uh, talking before we started recording, saying I was about to do this. Uh, he's from Venezuela. And so he's got some perspective on like different accents. And he's moved around the country a lot. So he really knows English accents. And he was like, you sound like you're from television, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, I, I guess that's kind of good and bad at the same time. No, you do. Uh, you have you have uh, uh, one of the one of the BBC shows I listen to a lot uh, in our time with Melvin Bragg. Um, I don't know where he's from, but your accent is similar to his, except, you know, I, I, I think it's like a London mishmash yeah. accent that he's got and mine is absolutely it's the combination of the north clashing with the south and in the middle ground that's where the london gr- accent kind of comes from yeah and he's he's all sorts of smart so you know it's probably a good thing yeah well if i sound smart then that's half of the battle i suppose yeah i mean just come to america and then you know i mean don't because the i mean you probably won't be able to get out afterwards because i'm sure the borders <laughs> will be shut down it'll be fucking razor wire all over the place and Oh, I dread to think I'll have to pledge allegiance to the Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Yep, we got about six good months, five and a half good months left. Yeah, uh, just spout some dank memes and all of the kids in combat gear that he puts up, up front. They'll probably just fall about laughing, and I'll run up, run past them at that point. Yeah. That's the impression that I get of his supporters anyway. A lot of children that don't quite understand what's happening. I I haven't met one yet. I don't know where these people are. It's they're all on Reddit all day long. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where I see it. Oh wait, there's there's Trump supporters on Reddit. It's... If you go to Reddit and click R all right now, you will see that there are most definitely Trump supporters no on shit. Reddit. And about it is, oh, it's thirty three percent. It's horrible. About thirty three percent of all the top posts are all about Donald Trump. But like in support of him, because in I, support. I, oh God, I guess. But then they're, they're not even really in support. They're all kind of like dank memes, right, posting ironic. the rarest Pepe and all of these mm-hmm. horrendous things that don't really mean anything but make a lot of noise. Okay, yeah, because I I was taking every time I've seen it as like it's they're 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 fucking with him or they're taking the piss out of him. Mm. <laughs> Look, English stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which also I don't get taking the piss. That's weird because pissed is being drunk. So fucking make up your mind, slang. Yeah, yeah. Pissed, pissed is one of those ones where it can be angry, drunk, taking a piss, urinating, taking the piss. Oh, do you use piss as being drunk too? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of the a lot of these kinds of the things that are on American TV shows in particular have slowly but surely been adapted as like uh-huh. it's just part of the zeitgeist. Let's say it's out there in the world. People, we all watch the te- same television series, so we all pick up the same cultural cues. Let's say one of us, one of us, mm-hmm. giba gaba, giba gaba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the American Hegemonies have finally happening. Yeah, Britannia may rule the waves, but we rule the airwaves. Enjoy talking like a bunch of hayseed fucking assholes. We're ham and eggers <laughs> to the end. I pledge allegiance to the 51st state of America. Is that an American accent? I don't know. It's some <laughs> kind of accent. No, I mean, it sounds it sounds better, but I, I wasn't sure if you're going... I should have said, is that a specific American? Because I was like, it kind of sounds like you're going for a Jimmy Carter accent. I'm, but I'm we're kind both- of in it now, so I'm just going to stick with it. I don't know what it is, but... It's kind of like... I think it- Old man Oklahoman, kind of, yeah. uh, you know, not quite Texas, but uh, kind of in that southern region, southwest. That was really good. Oh, very, thank you very, very, much. Uh, very specific <laughs> dialect. Oh, here's a good one. What is uh, what is is a word? We uh, uh, good word thing. What is it called for the state of uh, uh, the state of rule post monarchy? Oh, oh, wait, sorry. England doesn't have a word for that. No. <laughs> sorry, my, my bad. My, my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't be. Oh, geez, Jesus! My face red. <laughs> Damn you, Alex! That was, if only, <laughs> if only we had the republic. I'm not a fan of the royals. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's look what happened with us. I, maybe we made a mistake. Mm. <laughs> if we, I mean, if we fucking had a time machine, let's we'll bring Trump back with us. Be like, um, Mr. Washington, um, this is what happens. I think you'd be like, oh, f- our bad. Sorry. It's yeah, we're cool. Let's. How much for tea? Yeah, we got it. All right, we're good. Don't don't even worry about it. Let's just we'll hang out some more. It's really Trump. All right. This is the logical endpoint of your dream. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. America. Whoops. <laughs> History. All right. So Eden, you host a mm-hmm. podcast, and I believe I it's called "I Like Popcorn." Um, <laughs> no, it's not called that, Alex. How dare all right. you? All right. What? What? what it might be low rate that? and low effort, but it's it's not called that. <laughs> what, what is it's your... called the Popped Culture Podcast. All right. Uh, you can find it on all the usual places: iTunes, Stitcher, uh, on our hosting site. If you look for me on Twitter at Monkey Magic Eden, that's probably your best bet for seeing links as and when they come out because that's the only place where I really do any advertising for it. So yeah, good. All right, so everybody should listen to Casting Hopes with the Popcorn Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, popping zits with Eden. Yes, and Mark. Uh, I uh, pardon me. I believe it's popping spots. Uh, which one of us is English here? Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm playing into. I'm just trying to make myself understood here. <laughs> no, it's under, oh, you know, let me ask you an English question because I brought this up with uh, with producer Michael. Um, this is uh, at least my my working theory as an American. Mm-hmm. So you're you're familiar with Harry Potter, correct? Um, I'm not a fan. I've not read the books, but I'm familiar with the concept existing. <laughs> okay, well, have you seen the movies at all? I'm not. No. Ah, okay. Maybe I, I actually this. made a concerted effort not to go and. Yeah, see the movies them. are pretty terrible. All right, then you probably won't know the answer. But anybody that's listening, that's from. England. There's a there's a dead character called Moaning Myrtle. Um, now the uh, the 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 connotation in for United States readers is moaning like the the moans of ghosts in the afterlife. But I realize that uh, she complains all the time, and I realize mm. that that the term to moan means to complain. And I went, oh, that's actually probably what that means. But I wanted it. I wanted an insider's perspective. But you can't get confirmed. It. That's exactly what it means. To moan is to complain, to whinge, to whine. Yeah. To be oh, in fact, I've got another Englishism. To be Mardi, that that's a very similar 
term to be Mardi is to be upset and unreasonable. That's a, I mean that sounds like that sounds like you're like some kind of that sounds like that sounds like a a, a religious position in like a like a desert religion. Like you have become the, the grand high Mardi. Yeah, I'm I'm the Mardi <laughs> of of oh you know what actually no think about it, I think that's from Dune. <laughs> I'm fucking up on a Dune kick lately. That's Mardi, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, there's Mardi, but I think Mardi is uh is in there too. Yeah. Oh, I've not read the books tonight. I, I will bow to your superior knowledge of Dune. <laughs> yeah, I've read them a few times because I have very little in this world. All right, so Pop Culture is, is the mm-hmm. podcast that you can find Eden at, at Monkey Magic Eden. Indeedy. I think I think that's it. That's all we have to tell people, right? Yes, yes, that's that's all I've got to foist as much as I'm not here to foist. Foist? Good. Well, thank you for coming on, Eden. It was lovely to hear your, your Mancunian accent once more. Um... <laughs> Thank you very much, Alex, as much as you've tried to insult me at every turn. And good to speak to you as well, Mike. Nice to uh, get a chance to speak to you. Uh, you as well, sir. And I wasn't trying to insult you. I was trying to... I, I read... On the, oh, I should have... You know, I really should have printed this. In the American... I found a guide uh, to uh, uh, Brits in America and America Americans in Britain. You know, kind of ex- expatriates in other direction. <laughs> the description of English was something something along the lines of they don't know how to express emotions so they just mock each other instead <laughs> and I I went, that's pretty fair and I actually went like i think that's why eden likes me like i think i'm just english <laughs> it yeah was, the, it was, the light ribbing in between the the jokes that it's absolutely familiar and welcome i can deal with that that's yeah <laughs> works for me <laughs> it was just it was such a funny description of like oh yeah, that kind of makes sense, and I think I, I think I now understand why I like a lot of British entertainment stuff. Yeah, we're all of our friends in the UK. They're all our friends because they're the people we hate the least. Yeah. So there's always an undercurrent of mockery in any relationship, generally speaking. Well, so the person you hate, you hate the least, so that would be the one that you faggot on. <laughs> that's I'm the, not going to agree with that. That's not a gay joke. That is making fun of your public schools or private schools or border schools. Border schools. That's it. Yeah, well, I'm working class and proud, mate. Yeah, I am too, I guess. I don't know. Do you have a middle class there? What's that called? The middle class. Oh, that happens? If, if uh, you if you own your home, you're middle class in the UK. That's okay. really all it takes. Oh, well, I, grew, I grew up middle class, so I, I, I'm... I don't really understand either. Either of you, you, you posh people or you working class people. Um, yeah, you're just in the middle. Yeah, just being ca- hated by all. <laughs> exactly. Just kind of sitting there, not really having much of a personality. I don't get a cool accent. Just kind of like, hey, what's going on, guys? My parents worked kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> we survived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's no, I'm not going to eat. Um, all right, so we're done. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming on, Monkey Magic Eden. And um, it's been a pleasure. Yes, I shall talk to you uh, uh, soon again. Indeedy. All right. Good evening. Good evening. Now, since in this episode uh, that we're recording this afterwards, I did nothing. Find everything about me on alexcast.com. This is never bringing up and people have now brought this up to me. I wrote a book called Periphery. You should read it. It's available on Amazon. Go buy it. Periphery by me, Alex Bolin. You can read it from Amazon. Hooray! Alexcast.com, at the Alexcast, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, producer Michael, where where can they find you and your your music? Uh, iota.bandcamp.com, or you can find me on SoundCloud under the same name, I I O T A. I I O T A. Or Twitter. I I O T A. Just giving you hints for a good uh, a good theme I-I-O-T-A. tune for you. I I O T A. And then uh, and then it'll be like a like a like a 1984 police song. 
1984 was a year that happened before you were born, and the police were a band that were around uh, that started uh, that started uh, a Gordon Shumway, and um, I don't know if that's the name. I know it's Gordon something. I'm going to stop talking now. No, I think Gordon Shumway is the name of Elf. I was doing a Pete Townsend thing. I was doing Gordon Lightfoot. I, I, oh, a D.A. Oh, yeah. Open the door. My yeah. love, open the door. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of opening the door. That, was, that song's from 1980, up, so the I just want to put that closing out there. Up, closing up, closing up, closing up, closing up. That was a good song. It was a good song. That was a good song. Yeah, oh, you're doing last song. year's theme. I don't know. I don't care. I'm doing comedy bing bong. Who gives a fuck? That's it. That's from a different podcast. We're done with plugs.